Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Joshua T. Berglund, and I am the host of Gratitude Unfiltered Remixed. Uh, this is a little bit different broadcast. Actually, what we're about to show you today, you want to say hi since I said we? Hi. Be my better half, everybody, Jessica Lynn. Um, we're about to play um, a, it's not really Gratitude Unfiltered Remix, but this is a speech that I gave at Word of God Church this last Saturday in Oklahoma City. Had the opportunity to go back to my home church and ministry where I've done several gratitude unfiltered lives um, with a studio, called studio audience, a church audience. Um, and this one was a lot of fun. This crowd, we had people from all over the country there. Uh, it's a pretty rambunctious crowd full of My Brother's Keeper. So I want to give a shout out to the My Brother's Keeper organization that is part of Word of God Church. I, They're my people. I love them. Um, I am part of my brother's keeper and uh, they are a blessing to me, the men and women that are a part of that program. And of course, Word of God Church, which is my my family um, and my home. So I hope you guys enjoy this. It's a little bit crazy and you're probably gonna go, can they let somebody say that in church? Well, I said all of it. Um, and, and so it's a little bit different. It's a little bit all over the place. Some of it will sound familiar, but nonetheless, the message is very much from the heart, unplanned, unscripted, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's definitely entertaining. You enjoyed it. Very entertaining. <laughs> Always is. It's different. So with that said, uh, play an intro video, and we will be right back. Wait, I say back. Hold on. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Do-do-do. Where's my producer? Push the button. Push the button. So it's me again, and I'm not showing you the video just yet because there is going to be, um, you're going to want to have a pen and notepad ready. Why? Because there is something that I talk about in this video that you're going to want to write down so you can apply it. Um, so with that said, here goes nothing. Come on. Somebody say you turn it, you, come on, you, and, and you turn it for my girl, yeah. 
Praise the Lord. You may be seated for a moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, our next guest is one of my spiritual sons. Hallelujah. And um, when he came, you know, I saw the call of God in his life. And uh, sometimes... Most, a lot of people have the call of God, but you need, I don't know, but in this case, God put me in his life to direct him. And not only to direct him, but also to correct him. Amen. <laughs> because, because correction brings the right direction. Amen. And uh, that's what's made him a awesome man of God and now he's got an awesome wife so I don't want to take no more time he'll uh, I'll just let him say what he wants to say come on Joshua man I'm already crying I love being here I move around a lot cameramen so get ready I don't sit still very well. <sighs> Man, first of all, it's good to be home because this is my home. I'm blessed with my wife to have two beautiful, uh, they're my daughters, I'm claiming them. Um, we moved to Minnesota and it has been, wow, it's been an adventure. Um, it's been an adventure, but I'm so, so happy to be back here. So grateful to you, Pastor Casillo, both of you pastors. <laughs> I love you both. Uh, you guys have meant so much to me and everything that I learned when I was here, and I still learn from you, but everything that I learned when I was here has carried with me and is, dad gum it, I'm a Man, I'm, I'm, I'm a father now. I go, I, I get to, I've earned that title. I'm not a sperm donor anymore. I'm, I'm a father and I'm a husband to my queen, a strong woman of God. None of it happens without obedience. And that's where I learned here. That's what I learned here. Oh man. I don't prepare anything by the way. I'm not a preacher. Um, I'm not. I just speak from the heart. So this is going to be a little bit all over the place probably. Um, but this is just what I do, so deal with it. And, they get, and you're lucky. I got 50 minutes, 51 minutes. I may not go 51 minutes. I may go two hours. I don't know. Pastor Castillo doesn't have a time limit. If he can go for two hours, I can go like an hour and a half. I'm just kidding. You know, so actually... Hold on. I got to do this in the spirit I do my show. So, I like to start off every broadcast that I do by asking my guest, when I have a guest, what they're grateful for. So, my man, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for a new life and this obedience in Christ. Why? Because he gave me a, not a second chance, but another chance to serve him and live for his will and not my own will, that I can be a child of the living God. Why do you enjoy being a child of God? 
because it's great. I mean, it's, it's life, it's not death, it's light, it's not darkness, and God is everything. Never mind, I can stop with you. You did it right. Thank you. He said it. So a lot of, a lot of people and a lot of preachers uh, and a lot of the messages that, are, that you hear from them, it's all about blessings, right? I'm going to talk about something a little bit different. Because I, I believe in blessings. I believe in gratitude. Like, I mean, my, my show is Gratitude Unfiltered. But it, what, what do you think it means? It gets grateful. It's easy to say I'm grateful for the sun shining, which the sun's not shining right now, so you can't say that. I'm grateful to be back in Oklahoma. I'm grateful to be back at this church. I'm grateful that God has restored my life. But when you can get to a place that you can be grateful for being an addict, for being a junkie, for being a deadbeat father. I'm not, I'm not pointing at anybody, by the way. I'm actually talking about myself. Like when you hear me say examples, I'm actually talking about myself. For 20, over 20 years, I was a chem sex addict. People talk about drug addiction, people talk about sex addiction. I was a chem sex addict for over 20 years of my life. Because when I discovered drugs the first time, it made all the nightmares of all the crap that I, that I happened to me as a child turn to fantasies. So my brain immediately associated Drugs and sex, sex and drugs. Like I didn't have sex without doing drugs and I didn't do drugs without having sex. I didn't get HIV for eating Cheerios. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't really think that having children was the best idea in my life, but I woke up one day with a phone call, you need to take a paternity test, you have a three-year-old. When I got married the first time, I got married because I thought that this woman was going to fix me and make me better so I could be a father to my three-year-old. And we had two kids, twins at the same time. I never wanted kids. Why? I don't know. Never thought I could be a good father, never thought I could be... I just wanted to party and travel. That's all I cared about doing. But here I am, now I have three children and a wife, but I have a chem sex problem. I cheated all through the engagement, cheated through the whole relationship. Why I thought it was a good idea to get married, I have no idea. I, I, I can't tell you what I was thinking. I have no idea. Maybe I wasn't thinking. That divorce didn't last. I mean, that divorce didn't last. That marriage didn't last. So I got married again. And she had two kids I didn't like either. Why I thought it was a good idea to get married, I don't know. But you know what? My problems went with me. I cheated. That woman couldn't fix me either. Even though I was a little bit more honest with her, I didn't. Relationship after relationship, jail after jail, 
overdose after overdose. I don't need to go into all of it, but we'll just sum it up really quick so I can move on from this. Six times in jail, lost the right to see my twins. I gave them up for adoption. It was the best thing in the world I could have ever done for them, and it kills me to this day. But it was the best thing that could have ever happened to him. My oldest daughter, who's now back in my life, who's given me a grandchild, which I get to see while I'm here. She thanked me for not being around because I would have wrecked her life. Because I wrecked everyone's life that got in my way. Everyone that ever tried to love me, I hurt. And I hurt bad, and I took advantage of them because I could smell their weakness. A predator can smell, I can smell the weakness in here. The Holy Spirit's here, and there's no doubt. But I can smell the people that are still hurt. Some of you know what I'm talking about. I took advantage of people like that. Whether it's subconscious or not, I don't know. But the life of destruction that I paved, and so here's the thing. I was born into privilege. I was born into privilege. My mommy and daddy, I, went to the, I grew up going to the country club. My father was a rock star and turned successful entrepreneur. My mom, some of you have met my mom. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing woman of God. But I had every privilege you can imagine and that didn't stop me from getting molested from men and women. It didn't stop me from getting abused. It didn't stop me from finding Photographs of my dad having sex with a woman that wasn't my mom. I mean, it's pretty damaging as a kid to see that anyway, but then seeing someone that's not your mom kind of messes with your head a little bit. I've... The demons that have been through my body, my mind, my soul, the demons that have wrecked havoc through me are something that I'm so freaking grateful for. Do you know why? Because I can look at every single one of you, no matter what you've been through, and say to you that God has a plan for your life and you can't say that white boy don't know what he's talking about. You can't say it because I'm, to this day, I'm a man of God. I love Jesus with all my heart, but I'm more comfortable sitting around a bunch of misfits and outcasts and people that have been shunned from society and cast aside and said, you're not good enough. I, 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 I'm more comfortable with them, with you. Because there's some misfits in here, I know. So I don't want to like, I'm not going to dwell on the negative stuff or any of that. I just want to give you a little bit of back work to say 
that what I'm about to say to you, I mean it because I know. You see, I can't go get a job at Walmart. I got a question. How many of you that are in My Brother's Keeper right now are the job that you're looking at is working for a convenience store or Walmart or something like that? Like that's, that's for you, that's your expectation. Would you raise your hand? One person, okay. This is good, you guys are thinking optimistically here. I was hoping at least to get three people. It's a problem with not preparing. I didn't have a backup plan for that. So I can't, I don't have, I have, I went to college, but I went to college to party. I wasted scholarships. I did all this stuff. But I can't get a job at a regular place because I have a record. How many of you have prison records? Raise your hand. Now, my people. Thank you. God. Okay, how many of you have had COVID affect your jobs now? Raise your hand. Okay, God, not many people. Who am I talking to? Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what your prison record is. I don't care who you've been beaten by, who you've beaten. I don't care what kids you've abandoned. I don't care what needle you put in your arm. I don't care what you have done with your life. I don't care what venereal diseases you have. I don't care what the doctor told you about your lifespan. I really don't care. Because here's what I'm going to tell you. God's promises for you have not changed since before you were born or for now. I don't care what COVID does, what your I'm sorry, I, and I, I can say this, and I'm going to say this freely, because I'm not under the control of any man. Mm, do I say it? I'm going to say it. Listen, I don't care what your government's trying to do to you, and I'm not claiming this government, because this is not. I am not. I am not under the thumb of this government. Any of these governments and these political leaders in charge, they do not have your best interest at heart. I don't believe for one second that when God was talking about being obedient, he was talking about being obedient to these clowns and these jokers that do not. They want to control you. They want to control you, and they want to enslave you. They're, what you see on TV, listen to me right now. Turn off your TV. Turn off your news. Do not listen to a single word that they're saying because they want to kill you. And if they can't kill you, they're going to control you. You have to understand, this is in Daniel's prophecy. And see, I don't hear preachers talking about this, and I'm probably going to get somebody in trouble, but deal with it. Do, okay, iron and clay. What do you think that is in Daniel's prophecy when he's talking about the mixing of iron and the clay? No, it's man merging with machine. No. No preacher is talking about it, and it makes me insane because what this is right now, what's going on, is this is about the fourth industrial revolution. This is ushering us. This is man merging with machine. What do you think the vaccine is? I'm sorry. If some of you took it, you're going to have to 
deal with me saying this. Don't take it. If you haven't, don't take it. mRNA technology and graphene oxide, it is a computer processor that you are sticking in your body. Why do you think? What? This, ah, I'm like fired up and sweating now. Listen. It's a computer processor. Okay? Graphene oxide, black goo. Black goo, that's what graphene oxide is. It turns into a computer, a programmable computer. The CIA has used this technology. I know I'm going to get back to Jesus, I promise. But you have to hear me. You have to hear me. This is about taking your soul. Since the beginning of time, the devil's plan is to separate us from as far away from God as possible. To separate us from truth. You know they say the truth will set you free? Okay, I'm about to drop it on you. Everything, like technology is amazing. You're using the iPhone now, and God bless it with the half-bitten apple. I wonder what that means. Um, look at the logo. Everything has been to separate us and distract us from truth. All the, like TV, there's 8 million channels, and everything around us is meant to be a distraction, including television, television, programming. What do you think it's called that for? The only vision that matters is the one that God put inside you for your life. That is the only thing that's true. There's nothing any preacher that's going to come up on this stage will tell you, and pa Pastor is the most amazing man of God I know. But, but he's not living inside you. The Holy Spirit is. God is. That's the truth that you listen to. I mean, listen to him because like, you'll learn a lot from him. But you take it to God because that's where the truth is. Everything else, and listen, I need to do it too. I'm like so excited to watch the OU football game today with my family. I can't stand it. But guess what? It's a distraction too. Guys, I'm telling you, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe me what I just said about the vaccine. You're crazy if you don't because I'm a tech genius. Like, I know this stuff. The CIA has used mRNA technology for over 30 years. It's been used for mind control, okay? So, how, fellow, okay, vaccines in the African-American population, hasn't really worked out real well, has it? If you look at the history, now they're gonna do it to try to do it to everybody. And listen, I'm not a doctor, but I know technology. Start asking questions, quit, accepting what you're told is true even question the pastor because he has the integrity to give you the answer ask questions quit accepting everything as truth unless if it's inside of you unless if god spoke it to you unless it's in his word because it's the only thing that ultimately matters and guys with everything in me i want to tell you this 
War is coming. War is here. You just don't see it yet. We are in war. The World War III is not fought with weapons, at least the weapons that we're used to. When they say, oh my gosh, like nothing, your jobs don't matter. Your education doesn't matter. That's good news for some of you. Because some of you, when it comes to the worldly education, are dumber than a box of rocks like me. Hallelujah! Because I don't need this education. I don't need to be told how to memorize things. And that makes me smart. Really? I'm smarter than half the doctors out there right now because I know to question what's in the vaccine. The war that's coming right now is a war for your soul. Man merging with machine. When you merge with machine, your soul goes away. There is no human. What is the ultimate spit in the face of your creator? What is it? To deny the image in which you were made. So there is nothing more offensive to God than you becoming a machine because the whole part of machine is to become God-like. I don't want to be God-like. I want to be Christ-like. I'm not God. I'm never going to be God. And trust me, I would make a really bad God. But I am a child of God. And, and here's what I know. And the great, I've, I've used this, some of you heard me talk about this a lot because you've seen Gratitude Unfiltered, but like God is the manufacturer for your life. God knows best. That's why it's only, he's the only one to listen to. I'm convinced more than ever that why Jesus said, keep your eyes fixated on me is because, and like, don't look to the left, don't look to the right. I think I did that right. I'm dyslexic sometimes. Um, is because it's all a distraction. Even the innocent stuff is a distraction from the truth. Like our James Patterson novels and the movie that just came out. And like, it's all a distraction in the form of entertainment. And it's there to seduce you. Even the simplest of things, and I'm telling you right now with everything in me, prepare for war because it's here. The food shortages are here. They're here. Like You may not see it on the shelf yet, but I don't know if you've seen the pictures of all the ships that are sitting on the coast. It's by design. Farmers were paid to destroy their crops. So do you want to tell me, you want to sit here and argue with me and say the vaccine is for your health? What kind of garbage is this? And I understand fear, but do you know what to me fear is? When especially, when I, how many times does God say do not fear in the Bible? Is it 8,000? Is it, I don't know. But it's probably as much as he says anything else. To me, the fear that has been implanted in everyone that watches TV and is listening to the radio, this is a form of worshiping the devil. 
Fear is devil worship, especially because if we're talking about obedience and obedience is unlocks the secrets of life, you're the secrets of your purpose and everything else. If that's true, that means fear is devil worship because it's a lie. The fear that has been implanted inside of the citizens of this world. It's a lie and it's killing people. Who else lies, kills and destroys? What has happened? We have family that won't come around us because we're not going to get the vaccine. They're choosing fear over their own blood. What kind of insanity is this? So enough of that, enough of the political stuff. I'm afraid I'd go too far and say something that would get the church set down, but this is what I want to say. I want to go back to your jobs meaning nothing, your education meaning nothing, <laughs> everything that you thought was normal. Remember, to die, or I'm sorry, to live, we have to die, right? We die to ourselves to live for the Lord. Less of me, more of you, Lord, right? So it's a paradox. Everything you've been told that is supposed to be this way and that way and that way has been a lie also. I've heard the pastor say, and, I, and this has stuck with me and it sits in my spirit and it burns inside of me with a furious fire, is that we are coming into a day when money is not going to matter. I've heard you say it over and over. I'm telling you right now. I know you're looking at your bank account going, eh, my money matters, I gotta pay my bills and I got a house to live in. It's, it's all going away. The currency, the stage is set for one world currency, one world government, it's all here. This is not conspiracy anymore. You can hear it out of the Pope's mouth. The new, the new one, one world religion headquarters, it's called Chrislam, is it? Chrislam, is that what it is? Chris Lund. The headquarters opens next year. You think the Bible is joking? Like, if you ever doubted, if you're watching right now on TV, you ever thought, you ever doubted the Bible, you want to question the Bible? Oh, I'm telling you, prophecy is just is unfolding in front of all of us. I rejoice in that. You know why? Because I'm ready for war. I was built for war, and so were you. You wouldn't be alive right now if you were not built for war. And you're thinking, man, I got bad knees. I got bad back. How can I be ready for war? Because the war that's being fought, look, you're not going to take up a howitzer. Some of you could take up a howitzer and then uh, a freaking helicopter and jets with bombs and all that stuff. No, I'm not talking about that. That's not the kind of war that this is. This is a spiritual war, and it's going to require a faith that you've never had before because your faith is going to be tested when preachers are busted for pedophilia and human trafficking, people that you watch on TV, maybe people you've given money to, when they're all busted because it's all coming, like more and more and more. I don't know how many of you see the news, but there's a lot of pastors out there that are getting exposed. When your mom and dad betray you, 
When you have a family member that turns their back on you because you will not fall into obedience to this dictatorship government, they're going to turn their back on you. Why aren't you a sheep like me? When your faith is tested in everyone. Oh, I got, I, actually, I have, to do, I have to do this. The great falling away is going to happen because, it, it, well, it, you, you think it's happened. It's about to get worse. It's about to get worse because when people see these evangelists that have been put on TV and have made millions and millions and millions of dollars from their books, when they all start getting busted for their, because everything that's been hidden in the dark gets exposed. Everything. You might as well expose it yourself. You might as well rat on yourself. Because I can tell you right now, the life I've lived, I should have secrets, but I don't. But I live free. No one's got any weapons on me. No one. And I'm not perfect. <laughs> but I've taken, I've learned something about the one act of obedience that I follow to a T is when I sin and I do something that is not of God, I confess it and I do it publicly. I mean, those of you that know me know this. Because I don't live in fear, but that's the problem. We've created this culture in the church community that when we sin, we hide it. Why? Jesus died on the cross for it. Like, where this whole perfection thing, I understand that we want to be like Christ. But we're not. We're not Christ. So it's okay to say, I sinned. I lusted and I shouldn't have. And that, listen, lust is poison. And I, that, take it from me, I know. I'm an expert in it. It's poison. It, it, it robs your spirit. It robs you of your gifting. It robs you of everything that really, really matters. But the, here's another deception. Some of you all are waiting on Trump to come back and save the day. Trump ain't coming and saving the day. He's a Scottish Rite Mason. They don't care about you either. The beast system that's going to get ushered in, do you know why people, and this is, I don't, I'm not a prophet, I don't think, I have no idea, but I'm telling you, I can read tea leaves, and this is what's going to happen. I don't even know where that expression came from, but I've been using it for the last two weeks, and I have no idea why. Because uh, my tea leaves don't say anything. They just, like, the yogi tea leaves has something clever on it. But anyway, um, so here's what's going to happen. The beast system, the reason why, who's heard of Nezra and Jezra by any chance? No one? Oh, wow. Oh, you guys are going to have some fun on Google tonight. Okay. Nezra and Jezra is basically a plethora of riches. Like, it's the, it's the quantum financial system that's going to be ushered in. That is what the one world currency will be backed by and supported by. The blockchain. Everyone's heard about 5G? It's the internet of everything. It's connected to a blockchain. How do you have one world government? You have to have an eye that sees all, right? So think about surveillance. Think about the Patriot Act. What that allowed. Oh, this, but you, if Bush was your hero? Sorry, I'm about to crap on that. Um, <laughs> listen, this government, there has been an agenda 
the United Nations, Agenda 2030, all this stuff, it's all there for people to see. This is not conspiracy. This is what the world leaders have ushered in and what's coming. The B system that is on the other heels of this. The reason why people are going to sign up for it, the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. You know why? Because there's deception. Some of you all have been deceived into taking it. That ain't, that, Jesus is not punishing you for that. You're not going to hell for that. But I'm telling you, if you haven't taken it, don't. Don't. But the currency, the one world currency, when people line up to take it, they're going to do it willingly. Because what's coming, we are going to see hell unleashed in this earth. Everything in the spiritual world, those demons that attack you in your sleep and try to rape you, some of you have been raped by demons. I know that sounds cuckoo, but it happens. And if you've ever been demon-possessed like me, you know all about it. The point is that hell is going to be unleashed on earth, and that is going to be one thing that tests your faith. And I mean really test it. But then it's going to have, it's going to look like relief on the other side of it. And people are going to line up, and they're going to take it because they're going to think that now I'm going to have access to health care, and I'm going to heal, and my debt's going to be written off because they're going to promise you. How many of you would love to have your debt wiped out? Shouldn't have debt. But anyway, but, we, but some of us have it, okay? I mean, and we, have to, and we have to be good stewards of what we're blessed with, but that's another conversation. But what I want to tell you is... Your faith is going to be tested. Do not rely on earthly pleasures. They're going away. And if you, and it's going to break some of y'all's heart because you like your shows, you like your Netflix, you like your Wi-Fi. All of everything you've known is about to be changed. And so my, my begging to you is start preparing your heart and your spirit for war. Because the war is here. But if the more you prepare yourself and the more you take what I'm saying serious, and everything I'm saying is verifiable, okay? I'm not, I'm not up here trying to be a cuckoo conspiracy guy. Trust me, my beliefs about how all this works puts me on an island by myself. But I want to I beg you to prepare your hearts. And here's the other thing, too. Just because you see hell unleashed on earth, do not give up on the promises of God because they're never changing. Because God does win at the end. God's, God's already won. We're just going to see it all play out. But prepare your hearts because it's going to get rough. And you guys are going to be needed. And here's the, la the last minutes I have. Y'all, your purpose is not your job. Your purpose and why God created you is not your education. It's not even being inside here. It's something individual for each and every one of you. Each and every one of you, and it doesn't change. Because some of you, all you have to have hope in right now, because you're looking at your situation, and I'm like, I don't want to be at MBK. Like, I want to be home. I want to be out with my shorty or whatever. Like, I want to be with my family. I want to be traveling. You are right where you're supposed to be because this man right here and his wife and his, the, the whole family, this church, this ministry is preparing you for war.
And that's something to be kind of excited about. That's something to be grateful for. Like, I know that there's, you can envision a better life for yourself. I know that you can envision, like, doing great things. Some of you don't even believe that you're going to do great things. But the, the great things that we've envisioned ourselves doing, ask yourself, is this a, in, in alignment with God? Is this, is this, is this aligned? Is my heart aligned with his? Because when it does, when it does align, it doesn't matter where you're at. You're just in a place of gra gratitude and you're grateful. And God's purpose is so much alive inside of you when you, when you just, when you know that. And you're not looking at tomorrow. I mean, yes, it's good to have visions, but when you can just be, have joy for the moment of your at and know you are where you're at for a reason and wherever you're at, you're being prepared for the next where you're going to be at. And you guys, those of you that are in MBK, you all are special. You are God's warriors. You are God's chosen for this time. And you're being prepared because here's what's going to happen. There's people outside of this room right now. They're going to need you. When people are running their cars off the side of the road and dying, when people, when you're burying your neighbor, I'm telling you, hell is going to be unleashed. And you guys are needed because there's going to be people that, there's a lot of people that are now waking up to the realization that this world is not what they thought. And when they actually get to see it and it's in their face, their hearts are going to break and they're going to have nowhere, they're not going to know where to go. And you all are the very first impression of Jesus that most of the world will ever see. So how you show up in the world how you do your job, how you show up at church. When you do it, do it in a way that, and remember that you are the first impression of Jesus that most will have. And remember that as the days and weeks and months and the years unfold, it matters. You matter. Where you're at right now matters. I'm not where I envision myself to be yet. But you know the cool thing is, I know that my time here and where I'm at today getting to come back here, I'm not allowed to talk in churches usually. I, I don't get invited to. I don't. I, I, thank you. That's a compliment. I appreciate that. I, and that's okay. Like, I don't play by church. I don't really play by anyone's rules. I just listen to God. I mean, I, I really don't. And, and it comes out ugly sometimes. But, like, for instance, I get to speak on stages all over the country. They're all secular stages. Like I said, the church doesn't really invite me to come talk. I wonder why. But on the secular stages, I get to talk about Jesus. I started DJing on, I think this is, I'm not going to go into a DJ story right now, but I started DJing. It kind of happened on accident. But I discovered that. I, I play gospel house music all the time because, you know, I like to go to raves when I was a wild child, but now I get to play gospel house music. It's secular events. It's kind of amazing. 
So God is going to use you guys. God has a plan for you. You just have to trust him. You got to have a trust that where you're at matters. And you got to have trust that even when the crazy happens in this world, and you thought it was crazy now, it's about to get really crazy. When that does, just know that God has a plan for you. And it's unique to you. It's yours. It's no one else's. That per his, I don't know your name, sir. I'm sorry. What is your name? Mike. Mike's opinion of your purpose doesn't matter. And here's the thing. No one's opinion of your purpose matters because it's between you and God. Just like your walk with the Lord is a personal one, the same is with your purpose. So that means when ex like the external stuff, TV, radio, your friends, your relatives, they tell you that your ideas and your dreams or visions are stupid, or they discount it and say they don't matter, just know that's just a distraction. It's a lie. Stay true to you. Stay, stay in touch. This is why removing the distractions matter. Because so, the only voice that you really need to hear, not mine, the pastors. I mean, not, even, not the, sorry. God, God, that, the Father, God the Father, Creator. That's the only voice you need. That's the only voice you need. And it's the only one that matters. Listen, God, I want to, one other thing I'm going to say, and I want to end it. Um, because I, I'm just like literally just talking. Like I, like I said, I don't plan anything. But my wife and I have a nonprofit media organization, and our whole passion in life is to elevate uh, the mission, the passion, the purpose of of everyone we get to serve. And we with when, with a media organization, it uniquely positions us to do so. So some of you have ministries inside of you. In fact, some of you, Slim, Victoria, I mean, I remember seeing it the first time, and I'm like, these guys are going to be preachers. This, this is amazing. And like, and getting to see you, like watching on TV, getting to see you guys up here, it just tickles me to death. Like, I'm just so, like, God is amazing. And you all know Slim's story. What a story. Victoria's too. They're both so inspiring. And if you haven't heard their testimony, Listen to it. Have them tell you. It's, it's powerful. But the reason why I'm saying this is this. I'm so grateful that I get to talk about having HIV so freely. I get, I get to talk about like, battling my sexuality and having HIV and being a chemsex addict and being an abuser. Being abused. I can talk about it with a smile on my face because I know that God gets to use all of it and is. And it doesn't matter how unqualified you think you are. Do you think I know what I'm doing? I'm getting to talk at a church. I haven't used one Bible verse. But you guys know I love Jesus, right? <laughs> like, who said you had to go to Bible school to talk about how much you love Jesus and how his purpose is amazing for you? You don't have to play by man's rules. We made a movie with no budget. It's 11, which we've won 11 film festivals because she's a genius. We wrote a book with no money that's going to be an international bestseller. I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying because God, I can barely speak English. I don't speak any other languages, by the way. I just barely speak English. But God somehow is using me. He will use every one of you. So back to what I was saying about the media organization.
Find us. When you get out of here, find us. Because the thing about it is, moving into the future, because it's not, the world's not ending, by the way. It's going to get crazy. But like, it's not ending. The world you know is ended, but it's not ending yet. So some of you have ministries inside of you. Some of you, and, you, some, and your ministry, by the way, may not be sitting behind a pulpit. It could be writing books. It could be a digital ministry. It could be you're an artist. It could be that you are going to uh, launch a T-shirt brand. What I'm telling you here today is there's no questions asked. I'm here. We are here to serve. We were, we were blessed. We were blessed to gain the assets that we did to form this organization, to be able to rebroadcast this ministry on our network. So... If you have a ministry inside of you, if you have something in your heart that God's given you a dream and vision, but you're looking at your education, you're looking at your, your rap sheet, you're looking at your past, you're looking at your history, and you're like, how am I going to do that? That's what we're here for. So I'm offering this service to, if you're watching on TV, you're out here. This is not a question. This is an act of service. This is our ministry, is to elevate your voice for the voiceless because your trauma the pain that has been inflicted on you throughout your life is not about you your pain your suffering the racist bullcrap that you've had to deal with the deadbeat fathers the deadbeat parents the abusers in your life none of that was about you your gifts that you were blessed with, that you were born with, they're not about you. I know some of you are like, that's my trauma. I want to hang on to it. Like, I want to hang on to my abuser's pain. It ain't for you. Once you surrender it and you give it to God, it's for him to take all of that pain from you and use it as revenge on the enemy because the enemy does not want you talking about what you've been delivered from not even close he does not want to hear your victory the ultimate revenge you get on the enemy is your victory and your triumph over your trauma and all the other crap that you've gone through so it is your duty to live in your purpose because all of that pain and all of the suffering and all the struggle is the fuel for your God-given purpose. It's the fuel tank. It's your jetpack. It's your steroids. It's your whatever ignites your purpose. That's what it is. Because when you use it for other people, you can't be stopped. No one can get in the way of your blessings when you're using your gifts and you're using your purpose for other people. Because it's not about you. So... With that said, I am grateful to be here. I'm grateful that you're all here. And, and I mean it. I mean it with all my heart. You can reach out to us. Take down my email, Joshua at Joshua, T is in Tyler, Berglund, B-E-R-G-L-A-N.com. That's my email. Contact me. There's no questions asked because I believe in you. And I'm grateful I am so grateful that I get to use 
everything for other people. It, it's the only thing that's ever made sense to me, even though I was a narcissist scumbag. The only time I ever had any peace and happiness in my life was when I was getting to serve. Like, she gets mad at me all the time because I don't ask for money. <laughs> she, I don't, because I just want to serve. Because I believe in each and every one of you. Like, I almost wish I would have worn my T-shirt and my holy jeans that have a hole in the crotch. Because, I mean, they do. That's the only reason I didn't wear them, because they're where the hole is. But, like, I'm not a suit guy. I like to wear a suit. I do. But I'm really kind of T-shirts and black boots and leather jacket kind of guy. This is my thing. But, man. I, I don't I got nothing. I, I wish I could come out with like a drop in the mic moment, except that <laughs> praise God and and like and get ready. There's no reason to worry. It's gonna get crazy, but there's no reason to worry. And God has a purpose for you that is way better than any government subsidized plan or anything like that. So just give it all to him, trust him all of your fears, your anxieties, let it go. Just let him, just surrender it to him, and I promise you he'll use it. And the other thing I wanna tell you, this is my last thing, get rid of your secrets. It's poison. I know some people don't agree with this, but I'm telling you there's nothing, some of you guys are world changers, like world changers. Some of you are gonna be so high on the mountaintop, right? But what happens when you're high on the mountaintop and you've got secrets? Those secrets become weapons against you. So if the truth sets you free, then your secrets releasing that. No one can hold anything over your head. No one can weaponize your past against you. And some of you have dark, dark past like I do but I don't have any secrets, and God gets to use it. So no one's knocking me off the mountain unless if God says so, but I've, I, listen, <laughs> I love you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for being such a great audience, but I mean what I say. I know God has a plan for you, and if we can do anything to support that and help make it happen, if it's a ministry, it's art, if it's a talk show, if it, I don't care what it is, reach out to me, reach out to us. We are here to serve because God has a purpose for you. And my job, why my life was spared, was to elevate the other voices for the voiceless. And my friends, you are the voices for the voiceless. So act like it. God bless you. I had my mic muted. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, we're going to play a little bit of music to wind this out. But you uh, be blessed. And if we can do anything at all to support you, please let you know as that if you're still watching uh, from the very beginning or you heard the last part where we were talking about the Libmana services.
Let's do it.